0: Hello, welcome to Otaku American. If you're not familiar with the term otaku, otaku is someone who's very into video games, manga, anime, cosplaying, anything that involves around that those uh, subgenres. In today's episode, it's just gonna be me this time. Uh, as of right now, my brother LB is a little under the weather, so he'll probably be in the next episode. He'll definitely be in the next episode. But for right now, I'm just going to make this nice and short. Uh, I'm going to be talking about a lot of, uh, not a lot of things, maybe probably like about two, maybe three things, maybe four, depending on the situation. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some of the anime I'm watching currently, and I'm going to be playing, talking about some games. I haven't seen any actual recent movies that's worth actually even talking about. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is, uh, this is anime that came out, mm, Probably 2004 ish, and I, it, I really, it's what made me aware, really, of the term otaku from the right, at the from the get go, and that anime is called Genshiken. Genshiken is technically uh, an anime that uh, revolves around a bunch of kids, mainly college students. Who are really into anime and they want to join a club in their college that's based upon anime now keep in mind in Japan there are a lot of clubs that revolve around anime so when they were they showed different characters and they're going in, they're within their school themselves can't remember what the name of the school was offhand um, and they were looking around for clubs to join and they were you know really into anime and they're like anime and some other stuff And they were looking around different schools They had like a manga club They had like a uh, regular anime club They had like a cartoon Other kind of thing club And they ran into these guys Who you know all the other clubs Were trying to force Trying to like not force But trying to like recruit Heavily recruit members into the club And this one um, club Which so happens to be Genshiken The guys really weren't trying to recruit anybody they were just like you know chilling talking to each other about different things that are going on and things that uh they've seen in this anime that they watch um in the anime itself which is weird because in the anime there's another anime in the anime that um these characters are like focused on watching it's like you know like you know today's uh like naruto naruto or naruto however way you want to say it or bleach it's, like, not quite on that action or anime-type thing, but it was, like, you know, it's somewhat action and a lot of, like, kind of, you know, soft, emotional, like, relationship-based drama anime. And I believe it was called um, Kajupiki Unbalanced, which eventually became its own anime sometime down the line. I believe it became its own anime in 2006... So, um, they would watch this anime and they would talk about it. And there was two guys who, um, well, one guy came up and was talking to them um, first. And, um, the other guy who the story, who the anime really revolves around is one particular character. That character's name is Sasahara, who, um, in the beginning of the anime, he didn't really, he didn't really classify himself as an otaku per se. He kind of you know, he liked video games, he liked anime, he liked, you know, he wasn't really one for cosplaying, really, um, he read a couple of manga, you know, that kind of thing, but he never really classify himself as an actual, like, otaku, really, so, he was just basically looking for some place to, you know, hang out, talk about anime with other people who are like mine. you know, how most people join clubs for, what most people join clubs for, so, he, uh, ran into, um, the, uh, he ran into actually another freshman in college, uh, Kasuke Uh He also is um, he knew he was an otaku from right right off the jump. Um, unlike uh, Sasahara, he uh, he's really into like video games, specifically um, fighting games and um, adult games. You could say uh, porn games or something to that effect. Uh, he's really into those kind of games. Uh, there's a third freshman also who um, he uh, who joins the club. But she only joins the club because he, as in Kausake, uh joins the club. And that is uh, Kasekope. Uh, sorry if I'm straight up birching these names, but you know when I'm watching, when well, for the most part when I was watching this anime, um, a lot of it was in Japanese anyway. But yeah, she doesn't really she's not really otaku by any sensitive um, imagination. Later on in the anime, she actually starts some um, cosplaying and that's probably as far as it goes um, with her and otaku lifestyle. You know, but she's really only in it because Kasu uh, is the one who's like really into the whole, you know, scene and everything. So she just wants to be closer to... Later on, they become boyfriend and girlfriend. And she just wants to be closer to him. So she joins the club. So she inadvertently becomes a member of the club. But the guys who were the actual members of the club originally are... Uh, Matarabe, Tanakata, Kugame... And those three... Those Yeah, those three guys were the original... Um, not founders but they were the guys who happened to be on the um in the, uh club you know when those other the other three joined the club <clears throat> so in season 1 it basically revolved around uh Sasahara, Sasahara learning that he's really otaku and not like you know he's really into it cuz the more he found himself immersed immersed in the uh lifestyle and talking to the other members who really are straight up otaku. Um he found himself more and more really getting into it and then it got to the point where he is just, you know, he just said he was an otaku. Um some of the other characters like the girl um Kazupe uh she is, you know, she kind of started getting into it but not really too much. Like I said she was mainly in it because of her boyfriend being in it. You know that (laughs) unfortunately in real life that actually happens a lot you know girl not not always girls but sometimes it's guys who um uh only join something because you know a lot of times guys do this anyway but join something because you know their girlfriend likes it and vice versa women do that also on a regular basis so you know like so basically this anime has a lot of things that are like you know things that people can actually relate to outside of the whole otaku craziness type stuff that goes on um, in the anime itself but um in the first season it was needless to say there's actually a third season that's available now on crunchyroll and in the first season they basically covered um uh, the the three new guys with the three old guys and some people who show up from who are originally in a uh, club and like the founder and things of that nature. And within that first season, the club, I believe, was almost it was almost shut down twice. So the second season starts and it has I believe it only had one new member and that member. Well, two technical new members The first the one new member, her name was uh, was uh, Ogiyu. Who coincidentally in the third season, she becomes the, um, cl- the club president in the third season. But in the second season, she's just now joining. Well, at, all right. Technically, at the end of the first season, she's joined um, Gench again. By the second season, she's already part of Genshigan. It was, you know, you saw more of her story arc going on between her and them getting more female. Uh, uh, members and you know eventually sasahara and igu became a couple and things of that nature um but the third season out and um basic Sa- sasahara has graduated he became a uh, manga editor and some of the other characters who were in the first season who were the founders and joined in that first season they're now older of course and they're out having jobs and doing different things. Some of them actually have jobs within the anime sphere, and some just, you know, have regular 9-to-5 jobs and just still try to find a way to still keep their otaku roots still intact, even though they have a regular, you know, Matarabe has a horrible job. At least that's what the the anime makes it seem, as though he has a horrible job. But he still, you know, he... In the in the third season, he's kind of like tilting back and forth, whether or not he should still, you know, be into this anime, into the whole Taku culture. He's feeling kind of too old for it, and you know, he remembers the times when he was in college and he was able to go to their little—not um, little, but they're actually very big—anime um, co- conferences. You know, kind of like how we have Comic Con here, but it's like way bigger. So, he remembers that, he remembers going there and getting all the anime and the shinden he can get, and everything to that effect. So, and now he's, as an older, as an older guy, he's like, eh, I have more responsibilities, I have to, you know, I have it, and he doesn't even have a wife or a girlfriend yet, but... He's thinking about, you know, stuff that people think about when they get older. You know, when you play a video game. When you were a kid, you could play video games, watch anime, do whatever you want. But when you get older, there's things you have to do. And in this anime, in the third season, Matarabe is the main character based upon the older characters that you see. He's struggling, kind of, to figure out whether he still wants to do it or whether he doesn't. Because a lot of the other characters, uh, Tankata, I believe he... Um, he in the first season, he was the guy who created a lot of cosplay outfits for other characters, and because uh, the, there were other female characters who joined in, and uh, besides Okiu and Ono, the girlfriend of uh, one of the other characters, there was another character who pretty much all she does is just wear cosplay outfits, and in every app, every season she's in, she talks about cosplaying, so that's basically all she does. But um. He became a um, a costume designer type of thing for cosplayers and all kinds of other things. Um, according, you know, along those lines. Um, the other guy, there's another guy. He became, he did something. He's doing something, but he still finds time to do it. You know, and just like in real life, you have to find that balance between, you know, actually going out and um, doing the things you have to do just to, you know, survive, and then. You know your regular personal time that you would uh that you uh set aside for yourself but so far against again season three so far i like it so we'll see what's it's still ongoing it just started in july so you know uh i'm still gonna keep my eyes open and watch all the episodes i can watch so um we're gonna just transition into another uh there's a, another anime I've been watching And it's more of a robot mecha anime And that's called Majestic Princes And this anime It's drawing looks weird It's not like your Typical anime style Like um, draw drawing it's, it's a new anime That's made in, 2000, in, in 2013 But it gives me this old Like anime vibe So, but it's a mecha anime And like I've mentioned in other podcasts before I'm kind of partial to uh, Mecha anime So, when I saw it I I saw the mecha in the cover And I saw, you know, the drawing And I was like, eh, I'll give it a shot And I like it But there are some things about the anime That are a bit weird And a bit over the top And I, I like it But, you know it's one of those anime in which, you know, you're watching it and the characters, like there's, there's five characters basically. And the five characters are part of a, um, well basically what happens is, let me start basically from the beginning. What happens is, um, an alien race shows up in Earth and basically wants to take over Earth or they don't really exactly say what's going on really in the beginning of the anime. So... All you know is the humans have This other entity that's Constantly fighting them on a regular basis And for the most part the humans The earthlings lose On a regular basis And so they're developing different um, Weaponry to try and combat This alien race And they come up with this uh, Mech That uh This mecha that allows them to fight Um A particular way against these uh this un well not really unknown enemy, but they know the enemy. You just don't know as the you know as the uh, viewer. But they have um, unbeknownst to the five main characters, the five main characters, they don't know that from the gate they um, they were born and raised, and then they uh, the military took their memory away from them causing them to really just forget everything that happened prior to the time that they actually started a military academy so but on a regular basis they would just fail 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 every time they had like some kind of objective to do in class or objective or um field work or something that they would just fail miserably over and over again so it got to the point where um the other classmates would start calling them the fail five so uh of course they didn't really like that and there's one guy specifically who's like your stereotypical like he looks like he should be like the leader of the group and all this other stuff needless to say he's not the leader but um he has this stomach issue whenever something happens he always has to take some kind of antacid to um stop himself from either i don't know i don't know whether or not it's a bowel kind of movement or if it's like him trying to not vomit i'm not entirely sure because they've never shown him actually do it um i think he may vomit once but that's about it uh there's another character that character his um mech is a blue mech and it's more of a um uh, it's like a, a ninja, not a ninja, but more like a samurai. The way his uh, mech moves around in space and fights other, uh, fights the aliens, not well, the enemy. Um, there's another girl. She uh, she's a cook, but not really. She makes food, but um, she makes sweets. But the sweets are just way too sweet. Uh, she seems kind of standoffish. Um, the main character ends up being friends with her, and she starts taking a shine to him. Her mech actually is like more of a um, reconnaissance kind of. You know, she takes, she looks over the whole battle as a whole, and she makes predictions and calculations in regards to how their uh, her teammates should move around in space to combat this uh, enemy. Uh, so that's basically hers is more or less like. Uh, logistics, reconnaissance, that kind of thing, her mech. uh, Because I don't think there is any defensive nor offensive uh, capabilities associated with her mech. Um, There's another girl in the uh, group, and she's, like, overtly sex-crazed. And her mech is more of a um, long-distance... Well, no, I'm sorry. Her mech is more of a close-combat kind of mech. But it um, it's like flies, and well, they all fly in space. But um, hers specifically is like high-speed, close combat type mech. And um, this other, you know, they have hidden talents and things of that nature. But um, oh well, there's what? There's two more characters. There's a guy who's sex crazed, and he's a long range mech uh, character and there's another guy who's a main character who's like his mech is like the all round red mech that can do pretty much anything you know I actually like his mech more so than everybody else now his quirkiness is he always wants to he always looks he looks at him originally he didn't look at himself as being a superhero or a hero by any chance but he was a very good artist and he would make um different kinds of uh Um, anime uh, posters and things of that nature of a hero, and he aspires to become a hero. But um, the anime in general, I like the anime. I like the mechs in the anime. It's drawn, for the most part, well, it seems a little out of place based upon the way animation is done now. But um, And the dialogue is a bit sketchy. So, But as a whole I kind of like the anime Itself unfortunately there's other anime That have come out that I'm actually Looking forward I'm watching more often Than this episode than this anime um, I believe I'm up to like Episode 14 um, And I know that they have Up to 18 or 17 But when you have anime like Attack on Titan and like I mentioned earlier Genshiken And you know some other anime That you know uh, servant by Service. I mentioned last week. Um, it's hard to watch certain animes, even though I like this anime. I probably end up watching it today. Um, but as a whole, you know, I think it's a very if you like mecha and quirkiness and a little bit of hijinks and things of that nature. Um, keep in mind, there's a lot of drawn. Women are drawn a particular way to act, accentuate certain assets. So you know. But as a whole, you know, there's a lot of hijinks and a lot of comedy along with um, some pretty awesome uh, mech battles. So if you're into any of that kind of stuff, that's probably a very good anime to watch. Um, like, Unlike myself, I kind of get hang- hung up on the whole just the artist, the uh, artistry that's done and the style that is um, drawn in. But as a whole, I think it's a pretty good anime. Um, It's definitely one of the animes that I actually watch, you know, on like a... um, When I'm, you know, when all the other animes, I've watched them already. And I need to watch something. I want to watch something real quick, so I end up watching this anime. But as a whole, I think it's a very good anime. Um, So right now, I'm going to talk about some um, games. Um, Currently, there's a game I'm playing on my... uh, I believe I'm playing it on my MacBook. And I mentioned last week, I was talking about, um, playing, um, Prison Architect, which by chance is a very good game. It's twenty nine ninety nine on Steam. And, uh, so prior to playing Prison Architect, Architect, I was playing a game called Shadowrun. Now, Shadowrun, as some people would know, is a, a RPG game that originally came out on, um, PC and it came out on, um like a board game, it was a board game basically, like Dungeons and Dragons type stuff, Uh, originally I didn't play Shadowrun, like the way it was originally done, where it was on, I believe it was on Super Nintendo, and I know it came out later on on Xbox, and that game totally sucked, so they decided to uh, make the game over again, uh, the way it was intended originally on uh, Mac, PC, and I believe Linux and they had a kickstarter for the game they actually had two kickstarters for the game one was a standalone game which is the one i have which is not multiplayer And you know how lb feels about non multiplayer games but uh... they also have another one that was a uh, shadow run online which i'm not entirely sure if that's even come out yet or not i haven't really heard too much about that one but a shadow run that i have is the offline one and i think the game is actually pretty good though the uh, graphics of the game—it's uh, one of those ISO, um, isometric, uh, top-down kind of angled um, strategy-based games. Uh, you can make up any kind of character you want for the most part. Within um, six races, and I believe there's five different classes. It's like a—you know—your stereotypical uh, RPG game. And you have the different classes and the different races and the different sub um, classes and things of that nature. But as a whole, I was never really a fan of games like this when I was growing up. But I wanted to see what the whole you know whole thing um, the whole hoopla was in regards to it. And I would have to say, as someone who really never played games like that um, when he was growing up. I ended up playing Shadowrun a lot. The only problem with Shadowrun that's available on Steam is the game is extremely short. Game is probably, I would say, I've seen reviews where they say it was about 10 hours long. Uh, coming from someone like myself, it and I don't really beat games all that quickly because I kind of like have ADD in that ass aspect. But even with my adD I was able to beat the game within like two sittings and not two sittings, but maybe three sittings so roughly it's probably like uh ten to twelve hours of gameplay now the gameplay is very good the um how the battle system works is actually very uh it's very easy to get into and doesn't take much. it doesn't take long to actually kind of get the uh a handle on how you should um be playing the game but the only problem is the only issue I have with it is a short extremely short game um, they from last I checked I don't believe they have any up uh, any downloadable content Well, this game is well when I say downloadable content I mean this game is more along the lines of uh, a game that uh, requires um, not requires but it has uh, like episodic um, content so, as of right now, they don't have anything new that's available. But, uh, well, not as of now, but within the last time I've actually played the game, which was about maybe two weeks ago. So, there might be something up now, and I'll probably check that out after this podcast and probably post something on the fan page or WordPress. WordPress. But um, as of right now, I'm, pre- I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure that um, there isn't a... Uh, downloadable content as of right now at least from the people who made this game Um, but uh, there might be some fan generated uh, content but uh, that's pretty much the only game I'm playing currently Uh, I've mentioned the other games I'm playing currently last week and the week before as in uh, NCAA football which by chance of course they have not come out with another patch and I'm not playing that game all that much until the patch comes out and speaking of patches, they did come out with a patch for SimCity, which is another game I've actually been playing. Um, SimCity, you know, for it's basically SimCity Five, but um, they came out with a new kind of uh, layout for you to make uh, a city on. And I've been playing it. I, I started it up a little bit, and I kind of like it, but I kind of don't want to go through the emotions of the motions of actually building another city. All over again So I mean When you start a city In SimCity 5 You're starting in a region So when you're the first person To the region There's a lot of things That are closed off Because you're the only one in the region, so you have to set everything up first in one city and then go to other cities and be able to use the whole complement of tools. So I really don't want to go through all that again, and I really don't want to jump into somebody else's region. So i probably hold off on that, um, like playing it for real uh, right now. But um, there is a game that's coming out later on this month that I'm actually looking forward to, which is surprising because I don't normally like really playing this game and it's called madden madden 25 now you know most people who are um otakus that look at themselves as being otaku for the most part they might not play madden because madden is more of a mainstream football type game people who don't like football or don't play sports games will never play this game like i'm sure lb will never i i'm Relatively positive LB has never played Madden. He's never played Madden. He's never played NCAA He's never played NBA 2k. He hasn't played any of those games before if he has it was like What 2k it probably was back when it first came out on dreamcast and Madden It might have been like back with the old John Madden football, you know 92 93 94 that being said uh, I think this new Madden 25 actually should be a pretty good game. Um, I've been looking at some of the, the well, honestly, the only thing that strikes my um, piques my interest in Madden 25 is the fact that they revamped, for the most part, the, um, they revamped the uh, franchise mill. And I, you know, most people know who know me to play Madden know that I'm not the biggest like let's go and play some Madden real quick. Let me play you play my team which I happen to be a Jet fan uh, against your team and see who wins. I'm not that guy. I'm usually I play Madden like Kind of like Shadow Shadow Run, for that instance, where I play it like an RPG strategy game. I don't play it with the intent of actually playing the game like most people want to play I play it with the intent of simulating through most of the season, playing certain games I would like to play, and I'm just playing the game to get to the off season so I can draft my own players, cut and sign guys, figure out who's doing well, you know. Kind of like um, head coach, that originally came out on... Um, I believe it was like two or three years ago. So... But there were things about Madden's franchise... That I never really particularly cared for. And, you know... They've addressed some of these issues. Like the fact that... You can now... Um, you can trade... Draft picks... Ahead of the year that you're already currently in. But they only allow you to go one year over. So... Uh, I'm like... Eh. I'm okay with that. But um, last year's Madden, I never got on, um, on an actual console. I got it on PlayStation Vita. And the reason why I got it on PlayStation Vita is because I enjoy NCAA more than I enjoy Madden. Mainly because it goes into the whole thing of cutting and signing and drafting NFL players. And the old versions of NCAA allowed you to save draft classes last year's took that totally out of the game so when that was taken out of the game totally i was totally turned off of madden because the only reason why i was playing madden was because of the eight, your ability to actual draft the guys that you've been cultivating in NCAA to put them in Madden and and want to see exactly how they do in Madden. But when they took that out, that functionality out of NCAA um, football going into Madden, it caused me not to buy Madden. Whereas a lot of people, it was the opposite. A lot of people didn't buy NCAA because of the fact that you couldn't put your draft classes in Madden. Me, personally, I feel NCAA is a better game. Just mechanically, it's a better game. Uh, EA is EA, so the freezing, the glitches, and all the other stuff, is just going to happen regardless of which EA game you buy. But um, the whole gameplay mechanic of NCAA, I find, is better than Madden. Madden is, which... Well, what I'm about to say is Madden's slower than NCAA. Even just on their basic levels, on their basic uh, settings, Madden is slower than NCAA. Which is weird, because in real life, football-wise, college football is slower than NFL. So you would figure Madden should be faster than NCAA, but it's not. So that's one thing that turned me off. And then their franchise mode it's really unrealistic. Uh, they've done some things to change that around, but to me, it's not really enough. But well, there's one thing that they uh, are really advertising, and it's con- it's called a connected franchise. And basically, uh, one aspect of this connected so-called franchise is um, they allow you to become the owner. Of an NFL team, whichever NFL team you want, it doesn't matter because you could basically move the team around and do it all, all these other little things, which I think that's cool. Um, you can, you know, set um, prices for concessions and things of that nature, but if you're a person who's played Madden before you know they've done that i believe 3 years ago where they allowed you to move a team from one location to another and i believe it was 3 3 to 4 years ago back when teams were actually moving in real life teams were actually moving from places to place and they had some ex- they had some uh, quote unquote expansion teams and things of that nature actually it might have been long, longer maybe 5 to 5 to 7 years ago but um this isn't really a new feature in Madden. Uh, they've had this feature before, so um, I I'm not really looking forward to that really at all. Period. Um, it allows you to, you know, sign coaches and you know in NCAA they have uh, the Dynasty mode in which you can um, you have your head coach. And it has a lot of RPG elements where you earn experience points. And you use those points to uh, upgrade your um, coach and your assistant coaches. In um, Madden, they got the same thing where you hire coaches and assistant coaches. And then you can upgrade them and things of that nature. Um, to me, it's, eh, it's an okay kind of gimmick kind of thing. Um, technically, they had that in head coach. Um, back in, I think, 2005. Um, to me, it's just not enough, really. Um, or at least on that aspect, it's not enough. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll check it out. The, honestly, the real reason why I'm getting mad Madden this year is because they allow the draft classes from NCAA to go on to, um, on to Madden for this year. Uh, Outside of that, I probably would have, I might not have even gotten uh, Madden. I don't believe Madden 25 is even available on PlayStation Vita. It's just a whole, you know, I bought that system. This is way off the topic, but I bought that system when it came out, thinking it's going to be an awesome system. Hardware-wise, awesome system. I like the screen, Um, the OLED screen is awesome. You know, the hardware itself is great. Unfortunately, it's just no games on it. And the games I would like to have on there that I think would be good games on there, they don't even bother. So, you know, it's like a Catch-22, whereas they don't put games on the console, but in turn, people don't buy the console because there aren't any games on the console. So, it's just a perpetual cycle of nothingness. That makes people feel horrible that they actually went out and bought this console. You know, I'm not, I know I'm not the only one who went out and bought this console and now is kicking themselves in the ass over and over again because they got, got this console. But that's a whole nother podcast that I'm sure LB and I will have later on in a later date. But um, to go back to Madden, I'm, um, I, I, you know, like I said, the NCAA part. It's a big thing. The owner's thing, which is the main thing with Connected Franchise. I don't play the franchise mode online. Because so, I've tried playing it online with other people, but when I'm not the commissioner, people don't upgrade to the next, people don't advance to the next week fast enough for me. So, I end up, you know, just not even bothering to play the uh, that portion of the game itself. But um, those are some of the things that I've been you know, Madden, Shadowrun, Genshin, Majestic Princes. Those are some of the things that I've actually been checking out and um, watching or playing. As of right now, uh, of course, you know, playing wise, I was aside from those two games, Prison Architect, NCAA. Anime wise, Attack on, it, on um, <laughs> Attack on Podcast. I was about to say Attack on Titan you know, and uh, Servant by Service, and Genshiken, those are pretty much the only anime I'm actually watching, you know, Uh, so this pretty much ends the uh, anime, well, not the anime, but of course the uh, show today, this is a relatively, last week was a short show, this week is an even shorter show, Uh, mainly because it's just me by myself, so... Next week, well, not I can't even say next week, but in a few days, we'll have a a full episode coming out between myself and LB. And, uh, oh, there's, uh, I'm going to, some of the shout-outs I'm going to make today, uh, well, the Rhythm and the Rebel show last week. Uh, I don't believe that podcast came out, but they had a, uh, for those of you who are into hip-hop, they had an interview with a rapper from, uh, Pony Island, Brooklyn, New York, Torre, and it was a, you know, from what I witnessed, it was a pretty good uh, interview. I'm interested, I'm actually almost interested in listening to some of his stuff. So, uh, I would say I would suggest checking that out. The the Rhythm and The Rebel, you can find them in some of the same locations. You can find my show or find this show. Uh, Stitcher, Blueberry, iTunes, um, You know, some of the major ones you can find them on. They're definitely a hot, hot, hot uh, podcast to listen to if you're into hip-hop and into political affairs. Um, I'm on there from time to time. I enjoy myself. Those guys are real cool. Um, As always, check out our fan page on Facebook. Uh, Some of the other things we have going on like on the WordPress and Twitter. And, you know, of course you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Blueberry, uh, gotapodcast.com, rssfeed.com. You know, you guys have a great day. Thanks.